Welcome to Grace Notes, an outreach of Sandbeck Concert Ministries. On our last program, King Hezekiah finished the house cleaning and purification process. Now they were ready for the next step towards revival. Today, Barbara Sandbeck will continue with another key element in bringing revival. But first, let's listen as Barbara prepares us for the message with a song of worship. You are my destiny Living inside of me Now that you set me free I hunger for you Peace I've been longing for Flow through me now once more My heart's an open door Proclaim to the world you are 
particularly like the first line in that song. The writer addresses God, saying, You are my destiny. Destiny means a predetermined course of events. Once we've received salvation by the grace of God through faith in Christ, Ephesians 2, 6, and 7 states that God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages He might show the incomparable riches of His grace expressed in His kindness to us in Christ Jesus. We have a royal position. We are set above. God doesn't only secure our destiny. He is our destiny. Acts 17.28 says, In Him we live and move and have our being. We are His offspring. Ephesians 2.10 tells us that God has our destiny plotted out. We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. 1 Peter 2.9 defines that work. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Our destiny as believers is the calling we've received to glorify God. It isn't too much to ask, considering all that Christ went through to redeem us. Verse 5 in that same passage says, We're precious to God. We belong to Him. Psalm 24, 1-5 reads, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For He founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. The greatest honor we can give God is to walk in his ways, to be set apart from evil. God wants us to be set above and set apart, but there's more to it. God has called believers in Christ to himself in much the same way he did the priests and Levites in Hezekiah's day. God instructed Hezekiah to have them consecrate themselves. To consecrate means to dedicate or set aside for God's use. We need to dedicate ourselves to the cause of Christ. In Second Chronicles 29.11, Hezekiah also said, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before Him and serve Him and minister before or unto Him. God not only wants us to be set above, set apart, and set aside, He wants us to set ourselves before Him, to minister to Him. Now, when we think of ministry, we usually think of it in terms of serving others. Well, how are we to minister to God then? The word minister in this verse means service in worship. For a goal-oriented person like me, this is hard to instill. Every day I commit myself to the Lord and ask Him to use me. There are times when my car never leaves the garage and the phone never rings. At the end of those days I pray, Lord, I gave myself to you today. Why didn't you use me? And it's as if He smiles and says, My child, I am pleased with you. Your thoughts were directed to me all day. And that's exactly what I wanted you to do. That's all that matters. Why is it we feel we must always be doing something? Sometimes just being is all he asks. That ministers to God. What a better goal could we have than to please our Lord? 
Proverbs 23:26 says, "Give me your heart." We need to worship the Lord before we set out to minister to others. That's why so many of our efforts are ineffective. We're serving on empty. When we glorify God by ministering to him, he turns around and gives us back the glory. So then we have something to share with others. So, let's set ourselves above by receiving Christ as our savior. Set ourselves apart from the world by daily cleansing. Set ourselves aside for God's use and set ourselves before God. Commit to worshiping him by offering praises to his name with our being and our voices. Poetry for me is one of the ways I've found to worship the Lord. There's a great sense of fulfillment in being able to express my heart to him through words. I suppose that's why King David wrote so many wonderful psalms. I want to conclude now with one of the first poems I ever wrote and follow it with a beautiful song I believe we may all sing in heaven. If I had a thousand tongues to sing, I'd use them all for thee. I'd speak your name, I'd sing your praise, for you have set me free. We spend much time ourselves to praise, we say so many eyes, but we should speak your name far more when all occasions rise. My mouth, my tongue, my lips I give, I offer them to you. Give me the words to use to praise your name my whole life through.
Grace Notes. Thanks for joining the program. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or email them through their website at www.sandbeckministries.com. That's S-A-N-D-B-E-K ministries.com. Would you like to sow seed into this ministry? Then why not consider putting them on your prayer list and sending a donation? This would be a real encouragement. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.